What is your favorite fruit? Um, cherries. What is your favorite vegetable? How about your favorite three vegetables? Uh, broccoli and tomatoes and... <laughs> I just have two more to do. Um... Four. You're an overachiever. <laughs> Welcome to Small Talk Tahoe, a Kids Own Museum original. Kids Own Museum is a nonprofit children's museum in Truckee, California. We aim to inspire learning through creative play and discovery. While our primary programs serve children up to age seven, our new museum will have expanded space and activities for children ages zero to 110. I'm your host, Helen Pelster. Thanks for joining us for episode two of Small Talk Tahoe. I've been really enjoying preparing these interviews with such talented and knowledgeable community members. I am struck by the depth of expertise we have right here in Tahoe. Today's guest, Janelle Farron Anderson, shares practical advice on how to feed your family. Her simple and magic formula can be applied to any feeding philosophy from vegan to paleo and to any age from toddler to adult. Let's listen in. I'd like to welcome Janelle Farron Anderson to Small Talk Tahoe. Janelle is a functional medicine nutritionist, a board certified holistic nutritionist, and holds a doctorate in natural medicine. She's also a family herbalist, childbirth educator, and a yoga therapist. She lives and practices here in Truckee. Her office is Mountain Rebalance. It's on 267 over by the Truckee Airport. I invited Janelle to chat with us today about the challenges and tools for feeding your family in a healthy yet realistic way. And Janelle knows a bit about feeding a family uh, since she has quite the troop of her own. So welcome, Janelle. Thank you, Helen. I'm very excited to be here with you today. And let's start by telling us a little about your family um, so we can understand how your kitchen and dining room look at home. Yes, my dining room. That sounds so formal. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yes, I have four kids. So we have a large family and we do lots of eating, needless to say. And they are in elementary school, middle school and high school. So I have kind of been experimenting with my kids from being really little when we're hiding foods and then kind of moving through and teaching them how to think around eating and they're all awesome cooks, which is very cool. And um, I'd say, you know, we do a pretty good job. We are not perfect, but um, we have fun with food. And I can say all of us love to eat and we love sitting around the kitchen table. So that's probably one of my greatest joys. I also love 
sharing meals with my family. It's very important in our household when we can. Uh, yes, when we can. it gets a little harder as they get older, but it's still important. It does, right? These teenagers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so before we start on kind of the feeding the kids thing, would you mind sharing a little about any personal eating philosophies that you hold? Oh, okay. Let's see. Personal eating philosophies. I would say, since we're talking about families, I'll, I'll keep to that. But I like people to suggest people and for my own family eat as much as they possibly can. I think variety is really important. And I think a lot of people don't get a ton of variety. So I don't like limiting foods unless there's a therapeutic reason to limit a few of food. Um, I of course work with a lot of people who do need to do certain healing diets at certain points. But I think for a family, you know, for me understanding kind of a basic formula, which we're gonna go into, but eating as most, the most amount of whole foods that you can. So the least amount of packaging, the least amount of ingredients, um, you know, just the ingredients should be what the food is if possible. I know, you know, we live in a non perfect world. And of course we um, have to buy packaged food at some point, but as much whole foods as possible, as much variety and yeah, as much color, but we'll go into my magic formula. But does that answer your question? <laughs> oh, I, I want to ask you a lot, but now I'm just, I'm, I'm intrigued by the magic formula. And <laughs> um, so I may have cheated and found an awesome article on your website, but I don't want to spoil it. So tell me about the magic. Is it X, Y, Z? X, Y, Z. So I, yeah, let's just go for it at the beginning, because I think people especially when you're trying to feed yourself and trying to feed your family. There's so much information out there. There's so many rabbit holes we can go down. Um, you know, there's so many people doing paleo and vegan and keto and all this. And my favorite, most simple formula that I have seen work personally in my family and for so many humans and families that I work for is this for adults the secret formula that will bring magic to your life and simplicity to your eating is the basic version is fat fiber protein and having that magic balance is just a great way to get tons of nutrients and also to balance your meals so that it's, um, you know, sustained energy, good for your blood sugar. And then the full formula for adults is fat fiber protein color, flavor, booster. So that's it. Fat, fiber, protein, color, flavor, booster. And I literally think that way still every single meal I cook and breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, that is my formula. And I'm actually right now working on a little cheat sheet so people can just throw it on their fridge, a really cute little formula of that. But, um, Oh, I can't, by the time we publish, I am sure that will be on your website. So I'll be yeah. sure include a link. Absolutely. So I'll just, do you want me to just kind of like go into that formula briefly and yeah, before, how to, yeah. But, um, how about just a, a, you know, give an example of a snack, a fat fiber protein snack. Yeah. This is why it's so cool because you can 
instead of having to think into like, oh, what are the foods? What are, you know, all these food lists or specialty diets or all that. It's just such an easy way to think. So if you're going to reach for, um, I don't know, say an apple, right? Very simple. So you've got some good fiber there with an apple. So then how do we add in fat and protein? So for myself and my kids now can do this really well. You'd say, okay, well, I think I want to add in some almond butter and maybe I'll sprinkle in some ground flax seeds. Great. Perfect. Um, and everything works in that way. So, uh, I mean, what I, what I'm like blanking, what else, if you were going to even have raisins, right. You're like, okay, well, that's a lot of fiber. So how can we add fat and protein and even for packing a lunch? So it's, you know, can be that basic. If my kids are like, I want potato chips in my lunch. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what kind yeah, of fat? What, what do we build what, around it? What do we build around it? So it's a really simple formula and kids get it really quick and it might take practice for adults, but it really works. And I've had so many clients just be like, wow, that has revolutionized my life on eating because it makes it not stressful. It makes it fun. It's like, okay, what do we add then? What's a protein? What's a fiber? What's fat? And boom, there you go. At what age? I mean, this is a huge topic in, in your household. It's something that you are, you know, professionally passionate about. So at what age in your house do you start talking with the kids about it? Right. That's a great question because for a long time you have the first phase, which is kind of like hiding foods, you know, like there's this art of how do I puree butternut squash and put it in their Mac and cheese? How do I, you know, like hide all this stuff. And then that's fine. Right for getting nutrients in, I mean, it works. But I do think it's more important for the kids to actually start thinking about it and learning about it. And honestly, Helen, I mean, I would say pretty young, every kid's different, you know, with how uh, much, the, how verbal they are and whatnot. But I started talking about it really young with my kids. Even if it's like, okay, what fruit, what veggie? So every meal then, what fruit? what veggie and then they start thinking and they picked it so they're going to be happier with it than if you just put a plate in front of them because I am convinced that I could put a plate in front of them and they'd hate it but if they picked the same foods themselves they would love it right so um so that's why that formula you know even when they're four years old and um, um so even when they're four years old and they're sitting at their table and they want to have um, say they want to have mac and cheese. Okay. Definitely not my favorite food. And I'm not <laughs> promoting that, but I'm realistic <laughs> because I have children. So, um, so they're like fighting and kicking and screaming. I want mac and cheese. Okay, fine. Well, what fruit do you want? And what vegetable do you want? So you just start giving those, them the options and you kind of can gauge your kids and grow with it. But that formula, if it's written on your fridge and you know what it is, and you're using it, and then you can just help them make the choices using it as well. Does that make sense? So I think pretty young. And then it's like, they don't have to do it perfectly. They don't have to get it overnight. But eventually, you're going to see them building a snack, and they're going to be doing it. And that, I think, is probably the greatest gift we can give our kids, is not forcing them to eat right, but just teaching them how to think around food, how to plan a meal. 
And so you have four kids. Is one of does one of them stand out? No names here, please. <laughs> does one of them stand out as, shall we say, a pickier or more troubled around food? And how does that look? Yeah, that is a really interesting question. So I definitely have um, a dichotomy in my family. I have two who definitely go for more sugar. Absolutely, who have more of a sugar sweet tooth. And with that sweet tooth, I would say the same as like toast and, you know, some sugary carbs. So yes, and they have that tendency. And I definitely don't you know, emphasize perfection for kids. I think when kids feel limited and shamed around food, it can only cause problems. So I want my kids to be honest with me about what they're eating. Um, but I want them to know, you know, why we eat certain things. So yes, to answer your question, I do. Um, can I just go into that for a second though, about why we eat certain foods, like kids talk wise, not adult talk wise, we don't need to go that deep. Sure. But, yeah. Like um, why, why we want sugar. Right. No, no, no. Not why we want sugar, but certainly I, you know, I communicate with my kids like, Oh, the little microbes in your gut probably are begging you for sugar right now. <laughs> um, so we have that talk, but um, I, I meant more, you know, when I'm talking to my kids about a fat from a very young age, I use the word brain. So I say, you know, our, our brain is made of a lot of fat. So we really need to feed our brain. And so my kids just know, like they need fat for their brain. And of course we all know there's more reasons we need fat, but for kids, keeping it simple and giving them something really concrete, I think is so effective. And I mean, even for adults, like, oh yeah, that's why we, you know, one reason we eat fats for proteins, I use the word muscles. So my kids know, okay, you're going to eat that. Well, what are you going to grow to, what are you going to eat to feed your muscles? What are you going to, you know, eat to be strong and fast today? So what kind of protein is in there? And then for the fiber, it's fruit and vegetables really is what we break it down to for kids. And I say, these are the foods we eat to protect us. So fruits and vegetables protect us. And, um, you know, they help us not get sick and they help our body heal. So again, of course, there's more reasons we eat each of those foods, but from, for kids, I mean, that is so powerful. What kind of fat are you gonna feed your brain? What kind of protein are you gonna eat for muscles? And what kind of fruit and veggies are you gonna eat to protect your body? And can you imagine if all of our kids grow up understanding why we eat. Cause I don't even think most adults I work with. Really... I was going to say, can you imagine if most adults understood why we eat? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I I'm there because I work with most adults. And so I love this idea of teaching our kids and, and then they can just have a healthy, uh, you know, hopefully a healthier relationship with food because they understand why we're doing it. And so you, I, I love this article on your website, Tricks to Getting Kids to Make yep. Healthy Food Choices. And well, you talk about choice and we've gone over that and you talk about connection. And yes, can you tell us what you mean by that? Yes, absolutely. So another part of this whole, um, you know, teaching your kids and empowering them is connecting the dots between, which again, <laughs> adults don't really get yet. Um, 
So connecting the dots between what you're eating and how you're feeling. And, and I definitely, uh, you know, kind of push that a little bit. Um, if, you know, if they're feeling really, really tired one day, I might say, huh, that's interesting. Do you think it might be connected to how much sugar you ate yesterday? Or if they get sick, I might, you know, say the same thing. Or if they're feeling, you know, whatever they're feeling, I might say, hmm, it seems like maybe we need some more healthy fats to feed your brain. And so connecting how their mood is, how their energy is, um, you know, we don't want to blame things on food, but just being curious and thinking back, if you use those words of feeding your brain, feeding your muscles and protecting your body, then it can just be sort of a positive connection. And, you know, out of curiosity, not blaming, not pointing the finger, but just, you know, making them start thinking about what they're eating and why they might want to be making some better choices. Right. I'd like your careful use of words there. Yes. Well, food is a, um, you know, it's, we don't want to, we want to be positive with our talking around food to our kids. And because Helen, I'm not going to lie. A lot of people I work with have memories of, um, you know, their parents shaming them around food as teenagers. And so I just think being, having this approach and talking about why we eat is really a positive way to go about it. Right. I, so, so related to this, yeah. do, do you have some advice or strategies for at different ages, or I don't know if it's the same at every age, how much access you allow your children to, you know, the less healthy choices that we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, the mac and cheese or, or the, you know, there's, you know, the corn chips or the, you know, the things that, you know, they're not egregious, but maybe, you know, even cupcakes during the holidays, etc. cetera. Right. Uh, what is, um, you know, what is the balance between like free access so that they have the choice and they're empowered versus limiting. So they literally can don't get sick and are more healthful. Right. Yeah. It's, that's definitely a, there's a fine line to walk and, and it's, you know, it takes, I think, consistency over time, not just like, oh, we're going to initiate a plan and it's going to be perfect. I think um, kids need some freedom as they get older. You know, I think middle school is a pretty pivotal point, right? When they get a lot more freedom and they're walking to the store with their friends and they're making all sorts of choices on their own. Um, What I really want is my kids to tell me what they're eating. I don't want them to hide it. So um, I feel like making sure they don't feel shameful around their food choices is really important. And um, I think by eating well at home, you know, and that comes obviously from the parents by having access to fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and whole grains and clean proteins and healthy fats. I think by eating really healthy at home, it gives them a little bit more wiggle room when they go out, if that makes sense. Um, I I feel pretty good knowing that they eat lunch at home, they eat breakfast at home, they eat dinner at home, and then they're going to go to friends' houses, they're going to go to the store, they work now, you know, like they're going to 
have some wiggle room in there, but hopefully since they know why we eat and they can connect how they eat to how they feel, they're going to make better choices and they've got to come do a round on their own, you know, when they're older. Right. So it, it's a fine line, but, um, and, and let me just mention here now that, I mean, I know it's not easy to feed your family perfectly when you're working and you're busy, we have sports and there's a lot going on, but I can't say enough about meal planning. Meal planning for your kids, for your family, for the week is probably something that people have the most success with for making sure that home is a healthy environment for food. Um, so picking a day and, and people roll their eyes, it's such a pain in the butt. And then before long, people will write me and say, oh my gosh, this has transformed our family's lives because being organized is so important. So sitting down one day a week and writing out what's for dinner, what's for breakfast, and, and it doesn't have to be everything, but for most meals, you should have a plan and have those foods in the fridge and accessible. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, so speaking of those meals, can you give us an example of a, of a dinner at your house? We've talked about snacks and that sort of thing. Yes. Um, and, and sometimes it is just a matter of thinking about things differently. And there really are so many uh, websites right now with, with yummy meals, um, of course, including my own. But for dinners, so we always think into that fat, fiber, protein, color, boosters, flavor. It's honest to God how I think. So on a really, really busy day, um, you know, we might have thrown a chicken in the crock pot and then roast some asparagus and have a green salad. And then um, if I can, we'll always whip up a yummy sauce to put on it. Or another really busy day could be some healthy, um, some clean chicken sausages and a huge salad with tons of vegetables from the fridge chopped up on there with some lemon and olive oil, sea salt. We love nutritional yeast. So that's one of those boosters. Um, nuts and seeds we can throw on there. That's a favorite meal. Um, so, I mean, there's like so many, right? We love right. Oh, sure. having salmon, but, but mostly it is a ton more vegetables than most people eat. <laughs> and, and kids get used to it. It's amazing what kids will accept because they get used to whatever they have at home, right? So you're saying so, when you're, even when they're, you know, little year and a half, two years, you put the vegetables in front of them and see what happens? Oh yeah, every single day okay. because kids will eat what they're given. And, um, and food really, really, really does make a difference. And the more science that we're hearing about the microbiome and you know, those gut microbes that are so important and what we eat feeds those bacteria in our gut and fruits and veggies is really what they need. And so, yeah. I really, really do believe in adding a lot of fruit and veggies to your kid's life. And it might take a while. And sauces are a really fun way to get kids to dip, you know, different vegetables or pour on them. And it might take some time, but they will get used to it. I've seen it over and over again. And it doesn't have to be a perfect thing. Like if you're into 
Um, you know, like my kids love bagels now. I hate bagels, <laughs> but they're super into bagels. So I'll buy them sourdough bagels, but they know they need, you cannot put just jam on that bagel, right? Because that would be sugar, sugar, and sugar. So we need a good healthy fat on there. So maybe a um, organic butter or a nut butter, and then they need to pick a fruit and a vegetable to eat with it. So it goes back to that formula. And if you're going to feed them that and you can say, okay, um, even a, even a three-year-old, it's like, what kind of veggie do you want? You want chopped cucumbers or do you want chopped up carrots? Um, you know, pear slices or oranges. So that's why I love that choice. And I love giving them the ability to think what kind of veggie, what kind of fruit. And it's kind of like my compromise. Right. That's excellent. And well, no, it is. And unless it's, it is, it is empowering them even at a young age. Yes. Um, to, to have giving them agency in something so fundamental in their lives. Exactly. And, and telling them again, why, because I think adults need to know why and kids need to know why. Remember, we need to eat foods to protect you. We, we don't want to get sick. Right. So those colorful foods make you strong. And you know, a really fun thing to do is count how many fruits and vegetables they eat every day, make a chart or don't even make a chart, just make a dashes on the refrigerator on a piece of paper. And the kids can go up and, you know, check a box when they eat a different fruit or vegetable during the day. There's all sorts of fun ways. You know, there's charts with different colored fruits and vegetables, um, trying to, of course, the cliche term, eat the rainbow, but kids really do get it. And it is a great visual. Um, but I think I'm so redundant, but coming back to that formula, telling them why, giving them a choice is just really effective over time and gives them that empowering feeling. So Janelle, you have kind so of much, a win-win. You have so much expertise. I, I mentioned your website, it's mountainrebalance.com. How else, um, just go ahead and, plug your services here. Uh, how else can families in Truckee and North Tahoe um, learn from you? Yeah, well, I'm coming out with more and more um, programs for people, courses, just really practical um, information about foods and tricks for bringing healthier foods into your life. And, um, and just kind of understanding, I just feel like um, most people I work with are really keen on why things work the way they do in your body. So that's kind of what I'm focusing on. So yeah, you can check out my website. I have all sorts of groups that I offer and I meet with people one-on-one -on -one and help you learn about your body and how food and lifestyle um, affect your unique body. And so, yeah, Wonderful. that's kind of it. And I have all sorts of tidbits on social media, Facebook and Instagram, if you do that. You can check it out. I'm always sending pictures of things that work for us and um, different ideas there. So yeah. Well, fabulous. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise with our Small Talk Tahoe community. Um, and we will look for you on the social and on the web. Thank you again. Absolutely. Thanks, Helen. It was a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed episode two of Small Talk Tahoe, an original production of Kids Own Museum. 
connect with us at kidsownmuseum.org.